Today is June the 26th. How did Israel escape Assyria? Let's find out together as we read 2 Kings 18 to 19. Last week we finished reading the prophets that uh, surrounded uh, Syria's uh, attack on Israel, uh, capture of Samaria, and then the exile of the entire uh, Israelite nation. So how did Judah escape the same fate? Well, we continue to read today in 2 Kings 18 and 19. Ahaz's uh, reign comes to an end. He dies, and his son Hezekiah takes over. Hezekiah is a great king. Chapter 18, verse 3, he did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. Um, he uh, brought about several religious reforms. Those reforms include things like we've seen in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 25.1 says that part of the book of Proverbs was added on as a result of Hezekiah's uh, research. What that means is the king ordered for more Proverbs to be found and supplemented the book of Proverbs with those other Proverbs of uh, Solomon. Well, Sennacherib, who uh, has attacked Israel and taken Israel captive, attacks uh, Judah. And uh, it's, it's an awkward situation for Hezekiah. Um, he offers tribute. The king of uh, uh, Assyria uh, commands a great deal of tribute, just an exorbitant amount. Hezekiah pays it. Well, they come and they attack anyway. In uh, chapter 18, verse 30, um, the uh, leaders of the city say, speak to us in Aramaic, don't speak to us in Hebrew. Well, they're prompting the enemy to speak in Hebrew. So they shout uh, the message to the people of Jerusalem. Verse 30, don't let King Hezekiah fool you into trusting in the Lord, saying the Lord will surely rescue us. So Israel knows exactly what's at stake. It's not just their nation. It's God's reputation. An exchange follows, and eventually uh, the attacking king of Assyria sends them a letter. And uh, listen to what he says in that letter. This is chapter 19, verse 10. Don't let your God in whom you trust deceive you with promises that Jerusalem will not be captured by the king of Assyria. It's a direct affront against God. So what does King Hezekiah do? In verse 14, after Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and he spread it out before the Lord. Uh, the king was not a priest. He was not to go into the temple. But on this occasion, he goes into the temple, kneels before the altar of incense where prayer ascends to God, and lays this letter out before the Lord. Basically says, 
Lord God, I'm sorry I opened your meal. This is addressed to you, not to us. What are you going to do about it? At the end of that chapter, the angel of the Lord went out to the Assyrian camp and killed 185 Assyrian soldiers. Apparently a huge plague, something took place, but uh, the Assyrian army was decimated. They retreat and they never attack Judah again. Enjoy today as you read 2 Kings 18 and 19. 2 Kings 18 and 19, New Living Translation, 2 Kings 18. In the third year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. He removed the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake that Moses had made, for up to that time the Israelites had been burning incense to it. It was called Nehushtan. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses. And the Lord was with him, and he was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. From watchtower to fortified city, he defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory. In King Hezekiah's fourth year, which was the seventh year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, marched against Samaria and laid siege to it. At the end of three years, the Assyrians took it. So Samaria was captured in Hezekiah's sixth year, which was the ninth year of Hosea, king of Israel. The king of Assyria deported Israel to Assyria and settled them in Hala, in Gozan on the Habor River, and in towns of the Medes. This happened because they had not obeyed the Lord their God, but had violated his covenant, all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded. They neither listened to the commands nor carried them out. In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah's reign, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, attacked all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. So Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent this message to the king of Assyria at Lachish. I've done wrong. Withdraw from me, and I'll pay you whatever you demand of me. The king of Assyria exacted from Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. So Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace. At this time, Hezekiah, king of Judah, stripped off the gold with which he had covered the doors and doorposts of the temple of the Lord and gave it to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent his supreme commander, his chief officer, and his field commander with a large army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They came to Jerusalem and stopped at the aqueduct of the upper pool 
on the road to the watchman's field. They called for the king, and Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the recorder, went out to them. The field commander said to them, Tell Hezekiah, This is what the great king, the king of Assyria, says. On what are you basing this confidence of yours? You say you have the counsel and the might for war, but you speak only empty words. On whom are you depending that you rebel against me? Look, I know that you are depending on Egypt, that splintered reed of a staff, which pierces the hand of anyone who leans on it. Such is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who depend on him. But if you say to me, we're depending on the Lord our God, isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you must worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Come now, make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I'll give you 2,000 horses if you can put riders on them. How can you repulse one officer of the least of my master's officials, even though you're depending on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? Furthermore, have I come to attack and destroy this place without word from the Lord? The Lord himself told me to march against this country and destroy it. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, and Shebna, and Joah, said to the field commander, Please speak to your servants in Aramaic, since we understand it. Don't speak to us in Hebrew in the hearing of the people on the wall. But the commander replied, Was it only to your master and you that my master sent me to say these things, and not to the people sitting on the wall, who, like you, will have to eat their own excrement and drink their own urine? Then the commander stood and called out in Hebrew, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Don't let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. Don't let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord when he says, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Don't listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine and fig tree and drink water from your own cistern until I come and take you to a land like your own, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for he's misleading you when he says, the Lord will deliver us. Has the God of any nation ever delivered this land from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, Hena, and Eva? Have they rescued Samaria from my hand? Who of all the gods of these countries have been able to save this land from me? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? But the people remained silent and said nothing in reply, because the king had commanded, Don't answer him. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the recorder, went to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him what the field commander had said. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. 
email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll begin to look at the prophecy of Isaiah the prophet during this time period.